0: It's definitely at the point where I got to switch up the coffee order going from iced coffee to hot coffee. And like, when was iced coffee even invented? Can we get a search going there? I don't know if there was a set moment where some guy was like, whoa, what if I put cubes of ice in here? Or rather, what if I put the coffee in the refrigerator and then afterwards I put cubes and ice in there? Because today, guys, New York City weather update 16 degrees I went outside and I was just as soon as I went outside I was like all right I gotta get that coffee hot but then I ordered a little lunch treated myself and the iced coffee wasn't so expensive so I got that too how much coffee do you guys drink sometimes I'll drink like two a day but if I go to Starbucks in the past been ordering light ice like a Trenta people don't even know that the Trenta exists it's like 30 cents more than the venti But Venti being 20 ounces, (laughs) Trenta being 30 ounces, you get it with light ice, you get the biggest bang for your buck in terms of Starbucks. But I've been going to the guy at the stand recently by my uh, apartment because it's like, you know, supporting mom and pop's businesses. That's what you got to do for the most part here in this economy. With inflation on the rise, I worry about these guys not taking credit cards, not taking Venmo and the price of like a $2.50 coffee it's the same as it was a year ago but inflation is up six or seven percent so each year that that goes by you know you gotta gotta think about these guys but at the same time they don't pay as much rent as the store owners would they definitely do still pay some rent i'm not sure like a hundred percent how much this particular guy is paying being on the being in chelsea on 24th street but i can imagine like Vendors who are right outside the Empire State Building, vendors who are in Times Square, they pay more rent just because their location is more valuable. So interesting thought, like, I mean, it definitely brings down your overhead. And this is also something that we're we're doing in the food industry, people opening up ghost kitchens, or you'll have a space, and then, then there'll be, by ghost kitchens, I mean there'll be, like, anywhere from five to maybe ten kitchens in a 5,000-square-foot space, and you just only have the cooks in there, and they're only doing delivery. That saves a lot of money. Rent in businesses, in terms of, like, restaurants i imagine is got to be at least 30 percent of the cost per month and then floating that and then making sure you have enough customers the restaurant business is tough definitely a risky business you got to be hot know exactly what your customers want can't have food go to waste have a little expensive wine some expensive food keep people coming back because that's ultimately what you need, is people coming back. Guys, the Australian Open is starting today. And as I'm recording this, Saturday, Novak Djokovic still had his visa rebuked. So he is not allowed to play, and he has an appeal in. But if Novak does have this appeal like denied, if Djokovic has his appeal denied, he can be he can be banned from the country of Australia for three years. This is, this is interesting because you haven't heard Rafael Nadal, Federer, other players speak up about it. Maybe they're just waiting to see what happens at the end of it all with Novak Djokovic if he's going to end up playing in the tournament. But it's not fair to have an entire country like Australia shut down, extremely strict COVID measures, and then you let a guy into the country who's not even vaccinated just to play a tennis tournament. It's not right. You know, you do have to treat everybody kind of the same. Well, I understand maybe certain people have different rules to follow, but come on, man. Being exempt from the vaccine is not one of them. And then also it was said that he was a little bit sketchy about when he caught COVID and he was still attending events. So that's something to look at. But Novak Djokovic on the way to becoming the world's best tennis player ever. The can't have a guy with marks like this on his resume if he's the greatest ever. That's why I, I like sticking a Federer. Federer's been my guy for a very long time. The game of tennis also doesn't get as much love as it should. I was just at the U.S. Open site the other day shooting a vlog and doing like a racket review with uh, my buddy who is the manager of the tennis shop like the stringing shop at the u.s open so shout out video it's nice to get back on court i haven't played tennis since july and it's tough to play tennis in new york city it's probably one of the hardest cities in the country if not the hardest to play tennis like the indoor rates are so tough you got to pay for the real estate that the tennis court's on the heat in that bubble but you go to florida you go to places like la and i'm sure in the state where you live there are cities that just have public tennis courts all over the place new york city not so much because the freaking land is expensive here. So it's it's expensive to play. But like National Tennis Center, you can go at off hours and play for $50 an hour. Which is still not that cheap compared to, you know, playing for free in other states. But it's a fun time. You know, played for like an hour and a half the other day. And um, shot a little shot a little vlog segment. So that was nice. To talk about the last vlog that we posted, the Empire State Building vlog. Wow, what a crazy turn of events. So I was told to meet my dad's friend on Park Avenue and 42nd Street. So I met him. I thought we were going to go to the Empire State Building together. Went there. He came downstairs, gave me a card. That was like an all-access card to go to the Empire State Building. So as I picked up this card, I go directly to the Empire State Building. As I get there, the Empire State Building doesn't open until 12 since COVID hours. But on the card, it said open from like 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. So I get there at about 11 o'clock. I find out it's closed. So I go have a, a salad close by. Then I get back to the Empire State Building right before 12. Go cut the line. And then as I walk in there, this lovely lady named Renita, who's worked at the Empire State Building for 23 years, just goes and starts to give me a private tour of the Empire State Building. This was crazy. We went up to the 80th floor, saw the deck there, then went up to the 102nd floor, and the entire time, guys, you checked this vlog, it was just me up there. It was a full private tour of the Empire State Building. I don't know how it really went down, but it was amazing. The Empire State Building was great, probably my best experience in terms of going to the top of a building. I went to the Edge in Hudson Yards that, like, they have an outdoor space, and it's the, they say it's the largest outdoor space in the Western Hemisphere. So would I recommend the Edge or the Empire State Building? Eh. Empire State Building just has more history in it. Like as you're going through this maze, you know, you're told all these things about when the Empire State Building was built, what was here before it, how people actually built it, the elevator shaft. You guys just check out the vlog on a Ted Jones World YouTube channel. But Empire State Building just more history. Maybe it takes a little bit longer to get up there and then go through the process. It's more of like a museum, but. Given that the Empire State Building and the Edge and Hudson Yards are about 40 to $45, I'm going to give the Edge to the Empire State Building. But I have not been to the top of the Freedom Tower. Is that true? Hmm. If I have, I don't remember. No, you know what? I think I have. And if I have, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember. But the last time I was at the top of the Empire State Building, I must have been three or four years old. So an amazing experience. And uh, dad, thanks for hooking me up with your guy to take me to the top. It was quite the trip. So I was talking last episode about how they transplanted a pig heart into a gentleman. And the guy who got the pig transplant in Maryland, he was guilty of stabbing somebody in 1988 that left a man paralyzed. I don't know. That just doesn't sound like good karma. Now this guy has a pig heart in him. We'll see how long this lasts. I, I don't want to say I hope that it doesn't last for a long time, but I don't want people to start thinking that we can just use pig hearts and use other animal hearts for heart transplants. That's like another level of animal abuse. I mean, if you're killing animals to eat them, that's one thing. If you're killing animals for their organs, that's another thing. Or is it the same thing? I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm a vegan, so I, what am I going to say He? What am I going to say? I don't really know, except for, for the fact that I do not approve of putting pig hearts in people. If, I don't know if you guys really do follow tennis, but in the beginning, when Novak Djokovic was 19, 20, 21, 22, when he was first on the scene, he was accused of, uh, when he was losing, faking injuries. Now, I know when you're that young, you don't really know much about the sport, but it speaks a little bit to your character. Federer was smashing his racket when he was 18 years old, but he stopped when he was like 19, 20. And at all, you never really saw um, his eruptions on court, like a young Roger Federer maybe, or Novak Djokovic. And then Novak Djokovic taking a long time in between points. There was a phase of that. Djokovic just had some weird stuff in his career. Do you guys remember when he used to bounce the ball 25 times before he'd served? That was also part of the reason why they put in a shot clock to have people serve quicker like the Grand Slam. So they weren't bouncing the ball 25, 30 times like a Novak Djokovic would. So the actual headline on Novak Djokovic, though, is Novak Djokovic's visa is canceled for a second time due to the to the immigration minister, Alex Hawk. So we'll see what happens, guys. We'll see what happens. It means if the tennis player, world number one, is deported, he will likely face a three-year ban on obtaining a new visa, although this can be waived. So we'll see. Have you guys tried the Beyond Chicken KFC yet? Beyond KFC? Next time I pass by KFC, I'm going to try it. I don't really know where there's a KFC, though, close to me in New York City. There's a lot more Popeyes, if you guys notice noticed that. KFC seems to be more suburban Then in the city, you know, you got a Popeye's on 23rd and 8th. You got one on 23rd and Madison. You got one in Times Square. I haven't seen many KFCs. I know that there's one on 14th Street and 2nd Avenue. But if you guys have had the Beyond KFC chicken meat, you let me know how it is. I imagine it's good tasting the same as that chicken or, you know, the consistency is the same. And then people ask me, Ted, well, if you don't like meat, why do you like these replacement meats? I used to eat meat all the time. So the texture was familiar to me. And I did like the taste of a chicken, a bacon, egg, and cheese, stuff like that. Pizza, bagel with cream cheese. Sue me. But if I can have something that replaces that, that tastes the same, then I'm in. I'm in for it. I just found out that I am going... Down to Florida opening for Hannah Burner at the Miami Improv, February 20th. Guys, I'll talk about that show a few more times on here, so don't you worry if you don't get it this time. But if you're down in Florida for President's Day, is that actual President's Day? Let me see. What day is President's Day? President's Day is on Monday, February 21st. 2022 so i will be down in florida sunday night february 20th 8 p.m for that show opening for hannah at miami improv and then the next day february 21st we have the ted jones comedy show in new york at the stand so that'll be um, a fun action-packed weekend i'm excited to go down and see my dad again in florida he will likely be down there i don't know dad what are you gonna be down there till bro send me a text so i know i would assume probably like end of april maybe to passover you know you come back to be with their family but i don't know my dad is not one of those people who's in florida for six months there are people who do go down to florida maybe puerto rico texas tennessee for six months so they can claim residency and then they don't have to pay state income tax which will save you some money like california having 13 percent state income tax New York kind of around the same. So it makes sense maybe for some people if like you have business orients in these states that don't have any state income tax. Makes sense to be down there for six months out of the year, declare residency maybe for a year. Would I do that? I don't know, guys. If the check brings me there, yeah, sure. Maybe I would live somewhere else for six months if they didn't have any income tax. Prince Andrew lost his military title and is no longer called his Royal Highness in the middle of this Ghislaine Maxwell trial. Uh, This is crazy how we're not getting so much detail out of the trial. I mean, I, I feel like it's being kept from the public for a reason, but Prince Andrew was just like, obviously a great friend of Jeffrey Epstein. This is just such a weird trial. I mean, people have their bad habits. I bite my nails all the time. I smoke weed a lot. Those are two of my bad habits. What about you guys? What do you have? I'd say, yeah, I'd like to stop biting my nails. I mean, smoking weed, I don't think, is a bad habit. Like I can still do things and be high. You know, but it's just like when it gets to you're smoking crystal meth, you're doing heroin, snorting heroin. Oh my gosh. We were on the way to the US Open the other day and Um, my filmer who I was with, we started chopping it up with this guy who was in a wheelchair. It was a homeless guy in a wheelchair and he was just talking about his life journey and he was giving all of the right advice. You know, and then he said, you know, it's about pursuing your passion and not giving up and looking for the things that you are really good at. And I was like, wow, man, you know, that's deep. And then he started talking about how he just got addicted to snorting heroin. And while I thought it was just so crazy as he said that, like this happens to people. You know it's okay to be addicted but just try and get out of it if it's re- if it's really affecting your life if it's taking over your life you really just got to see all right do I want to be addicted to this for the rest of my life am I going to lose family am I going to lose friends over this people aren't going to want to be with me anymore support me I think that's how you got to look at it from a whole cuz we've all had we've all had that time when we've been like wow is this really making my life worse I've had this issue too That's something you got to look at from a deeper perspective. It was really crazy to hear this guy talk about this. On a lighter note, guys, we have the Ted Jones Comedy Show one week from today, Monday, January 24th, 7 p.m. at The Stand, 116 East 16th Street. And if you guys don't make that show, we have a Friday night show at the stand Friday, January 28th, 1159 p.m. The lineup is amazing. Both shows are going to bring absolute madness. And then we have a show February 7th, February 24th. Just check the link in this YouTube video, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you're listening to it. Just check the link in that bio. We've been having an amazing shows and everybody who comes out has a great time. So I would encourage you to get to New York and get to a show. We throw out Ted Jones comedy show t-shirts every single show. So Come to the next show and who knows, you might get a t-shirt. Some world climate news, a volcano in the South Pacific exploded, which has a tsunami advisory in effect for the U.S. West Coast. That is pretty crazy. So a volcano erupted in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Now California, Oregon, Washington, and Alaska have um, some freaking tsunami warnings. That's crazy. Man, 2022 is going to be a great year. I don't know what to expect, obviously, but 2020 wasn't great. 2021 (laughs) wasn't great in terms of the world, but I just hope we get better about taking care of things and not thinking so much about ourselves, guys. Because we are all one. You got to remember that. We are all one. We come from the same thing. We're going to the same place. And while we're here at this blink of an eye on Earth, You just got to smile, love, try and do everything to the best of your ability. Treat those as if you would like to be treated. If you think a man should pay all the bills, date someone that agrees. If you think it should be 50-50, date someone that agrees. The problem is y'all want to convince people who don't agree instead of just dating someone who has the same values. And that's why the topic is so annoying. Well said, Derek Almighty. Well said. I think communication is key in every relationship that you have. Communication, transparency. Make sure that people know the real you. It's tough to know the real you when you have your Instagram profile on private and you're making sure that nobody from your company sees your Instagram, you're keeping all your pictures without the smoking weed, smoking cigarettes on a night, drinking away from from your employer. Is that a way to live? Maybe not. Maybe, but maybe not. If you guys want to express yourself, Be yourself, make a Finstagram. That's where Ted Jones World started from. When I was in ninth grade at college, I made an Instagram called Ted Jones World, and it was just where I posted all my funny Instagram posts that I didn't want other people to see. Whether it was smoking weed, underage drinking, saying curse words in videos, that's where it started. Ted Jones World was a Finstagram, and now... (laughs) It's just that Instagram where I post stuff that, stuff that hopefully you guys listen to. That's all I got to say about that. I try to be influential in somewhat of a positive manner, whether it's going to the gym, being healthy, exercising, getting more sun, eating healthy, going vegan, being great to the planet, being great to your significant other, family, people you love, friends, because guys, we're only here for so long. You got to live it up. You got to live it up. It's not worth it. Waking up and like being pissed at your coworker. I went th- I went through that for like five and a half, six years. I remember I used to wake up and i even working for my dad though. I'd still be mad at like a coworker, an employee. I'd wake up in the morning. I'd be like, oh, I, I hope that that guy did this today, or I hope she did this today. When in actuality, who gives a shit? I shouldn't be the one who's worrying about that. The person who was employing me should worry about that. You know, think about how diluted your head gets with all this thought about work drama. Shouldn't be focused so much about work drama, guys. You should be focused on doing what you love, being with the people you love. And that's really the importance here that we'd like to promote on the Ted Jones World Podcast, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, you guys got any listener emails, you shoot them in. TedJonesWorld@gmail.com. at gmail.com we love hearing from you shoot me a dm on the ted jones world instagram and if you guys are going to be down in miami for president's day weekend which is the weekend before february 21st you let me know we have the ted jones comedy show dates lined up ready to go january 24th january 28th february 7th February 21st, all in New York City at The Stand Comedy Club and Restaurant. Guys, we have an amazing time at that show. And if you're not in New York City, get to New York soon. I'd love to see you at a show. Just hit me up and, uh, you know, I'll get back to you. All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in to Ted Jones World Podcast. We'll see you on Thursday. Peace.